Ontario's Education Minister Stephen Lecce joined me on the show. What's the latest in terms of getting back to the bargaining table? And I asked him whether he would consider the province finding it a good idea to deem education workers essential. Nurses are, police are, fire are. Why not education workers? That's here on Toronto Today. You seem to have a different level of emotion yesterday, a different level of frustration. Can you characterize that? I'm just channeling what I think a lot of parents are feeling this morning, which is uh, confused and angry. Um, you know, uh, we committed ourselves a week ago. The premier made a commitment. We're going to rescind Bill 28, right? That was the that was the reason they they claim why they were striking in the first place. Remove the bill, we'll remove the strike notice. So we did, and then 48 hours later, they decided to proceed with the strike notice. And I, I just think a lot of people are trying to understand why would they do so when the government has moved on all the asks, and I mean materially moved on the ones that matter most. This negotiation has always been about pay and benefits and the broader compensation package. So we said, look, fair enough. We're going to give you more, particularly for the lowest income workers. We recognize they play an important role in our schools. Our premiers always believe these people make a difference. And so we stepped up in a big way, like $335 million increase just for CUPE. Like we're, we're not talking about the other tables, the other education workers, the other teachers, just CUPE. That's in a week. That's a massive uh, increase of support. We also said we'd maintain the pensions and the benefits and the sick leave programs. We've asked for no concessions and we still don't have a deal. And I think the fundamental question for many of us, even after accepting a flat rate, when we originally had two different type of pay, we went to one flat rate upon the request is we did everything they've asked in good faith to get a deal because the government is prepared to do whatever is necessary to provide some stability because we cannot trivialize the impacts of a strike, nor should we normalize every couple of weeks in this province a new strike notice. Like that's unfair. It's, I mean, I, we're not the casualty in the government. The people of Ontario are. They're working parents, these kids that need some stability in their lives. So I really hope the union will stay at the table and work with us so we can get this deal done. Todd Canning was on with us, who's on the bargaining committee, along with Laura Walden. And, and I asked him if the uh, if QP walked away from the table and he more liked the term withdrew. But that's your understanding is talks were going until they decided to withdraw. Yeah, I mean, look, um, I can't speak for the motivation of the union uh, today. All I can tell you is two Sundays ago when I was just on your show uh, not long ago, yeah. the reason that strike, like let's let's set some historical precedent. The reason why they were striking two weeks ago was singularly on the basis of not getting an 11.7% increase in pay. I mean, those are not my words. It was theirs. That was the Sunday press conference. We're not getting the pay raise our members deserve. Quote, we want a significant pay raise. Those were their words. So they decided to put a strike notice. We then, of course, as you know, on the Monday, introduced legislation. But the point is, this has always been about pay. We do pay our workers uh, the best in Canada. Um, and we recognize that there's more we can do, which is why we stepped up. We now need the union to step up and to stay at the table and to commit themselves to put the welfare and interests of kids who have paid the price of pandemics and strikes for too long. We both have a role to play here and we're being reasonable. We're being focused on children. We're trying to stand up for the working parents to reduce the angst. And more importantly, we're demonstrating a real commitment to public education. I mean, I'm very proud as the as a minister under the Premier Ford's government. It was our government, like our progressive conservative government that hired 7,000 more of their workers since we came to office in 2018. We're going to hire 1,800 more every single year of the life of the contract uh, by preserving critical staff in our schools. So we know they play an important role. We're going to pay them more. We're going to hire more of them. 
we just need the union to do uh, play their part too. And I think walking away two days after we rescind the legislation, I think a lot of people are scratching their heads saying like, how are we here? And why does my kid have to pay the price for a never ending demand and moving yardsticks? That's uh, I just think most people observing they're, they're frustrated and frankly, so am I. Parents are certainly saying that. Um, Stephen Lecce is our guest minister of education. Parents are probably also saying, they say it to me, they text into the show and say it. I'm sure you can't go for a coffee anywhere without them coming up to you and saying it. Why not deem education workers essential? Why not do that if they are essential, make them essential, and then utilize binding arbitration? So, I mean, again, this is the first of several unions you have to negotiate with here. Yeah, well, thank you for the uh, sobering reminder, uh, Greg. But uh, uh, yeah, we do have our work cut out for us. Every government does. I mean, unions have striked uh, over the last 30 years against literally every party, New Democrats and Conservatives and Liberals. We've all faced the same enduring reality of being uh, in in government, which is facing uh, the union negotiations and, frankly, the strikes that come with that. Uh, They play a critical role. I I have a great profound level of respect for many teachers and staff in, in in my life, and I think many of us uh, across civil society do as well. I think the mandate, or let me rephrase it, the mandate that I've been given by the Premier is to get a deal on a voluntary basis. And I, that's that's the commitment I'm making. I mean, I hear you, I hear those parents. I just want to hear too. I've got a mandate and I've got a job. It's to get a deal with QP. We've done it before. I have done it before with this union, working with the same mediator three years ago. So it can be done. It just requires the parties to be reasonable and focus on our kids, not on ourselves. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. You've got kids. You, you had a, a tweet that some of my listeners asked about the math on 2,246 days out of class since 1989. Well, that's not all strikes. And if I if I do quick math, kids are in school about 20, 20 days a month, let's say for 10 months. So that's 200 days a year. Where, yeah. does, where does the 2246 come from over the last 33 years? When you add up all the strikes on a local or provincial level across Ontario over that period, that's the amount of days kids have been in the class. And so it is uh, It is a large number. It's over 2,000 days. The point of that note, that fact, mm-hmm. is to just underscore that, you know, there's not a lot that unites probably uh, Bob Ray and Mike Harris and Dalton McGinty, Kathleen Wynn and Doug Ford. Like, not a ton. But the one thing that they can all say is they've had to endure some form of strike action by unions, education unions, over the past 30 to 40 years. And I don't say that as an interesting point. I mention it because that has been the truth of a child in this province for the last generation, interruptions and disruption. And I think we eventually, you know, as a government, we have to say, look, we're here to serve our kids, our taxpayers, our parents, and the staff too. And it is in everyone's interest for them to be in school because Greg, I was on the show talking about EQAO data. That's our, you know, provincial yeah. assistance of school marks, reading, writing, and math are all down. So I do believe if this is about the kids, as we are told by all the parties, then make it about the kids. Stay at the table, stay in the classroom, help these kids catch up after probably the most extraordinary challenge imposed on them uh, in a lifetime. I need 30 seconds. I need one set. Let's do it in one sense. Have you gone as far as you can possibly go financially with their, with your I offer? Think, look, we're going to stay at the table, but I, I do believe... I do, I do believe the government has made an extremely generous, fair offer and fulfilled all of our obligations. We brought forth a proposal that I think can get us to a deal. I need the union to accept, yes, uh, take this good deal. Let's move forward for the sake of all of the, the individuals we serve and get these kids back into a safe classroom that they can, uh, they can catch up on. That's my number one priority. 
And I think what we've offered is extremely generous and uh, an overall package, especially when you look at the pensions and benefits Mm -hmm. and sick leave that a lot of people in the private economy just frankly don't have. Stephen, thank you for the time today. I know we'll chat again. Thanks so much.